Welcome to another edition of Lyles Movie Files. I'm your host, Jeffrey Lyles. I'm breaking down Star Wars Episode 8, The Last Jedi with the Boys, and talking about a few other things, including Ben Affleck's possible return to the Batman franchise, after rumors that he may not stick around after Justice League, and a couple other things, including the guy's top five movies of 2017. I'm hard at work working to whittle down my list, which is probably at this point about 25 to 30, trying to take it down to a slim trim 15. Last year I did 16, and I thought I was going to do 17, but I figured I was cheating too much. So I'm going to stick to a basic 15, and hopefully that incorporates all the, the films that I want to kind of recognize and suggest and recommend if you have not already checked out to to see them i'm sure there are a few cases where where it's an obvious case like uh thor ragnarok where everyone who wants to see it already has but there are a couple other ones i just want to shine one last bit of attention in a future spotlight on so everybody can check them out um as I record this, we're just a few days out from Christmas, so uh, if you're celebrating Christmas, I hope you have a very merry one, and if not, I hope you enjoy 2018. Um, looking forward to a bunch of things, of course, 2018 is, uh, you know, January, hopefully will go by really quick, and I'm really just looking forward to getting into February so I can start my Black Panther countdown. And probably by the time I finish watching that two or three times, I will be well ready to see Avengers Infinity War so I've got that countdown all set now we're almost at the home stretch of two movies that I've been very excited about from the moment they were first revealed um, lots of cool stuff on my website Lyle's Movie Files I'm almost at the home stretch of getting to 100 movie reviews this year very excited about that that's the most I've done by far I've seen a lot of stuff, a lot of good movies these last couple days. I'm about to take a look at Will Smith's new film, Bright. That's a Netflix original, so I'm hoping that's good. You can catch my review on that very shortly. And then I got a few other ones on the action figure review front. I've just done the SH Figure Arts A New Hope version of Luke Skywalker. So everybody out there who's already seen The Last Jedi will know why that has a special significance for me to review a knockout this week. Hopefully I'm also going to do some of those new WWE figures I've got. There's a slew of them and I'm kind of backlogged on them. I've got the new Virgil, got the ringside collectibles exclusive Shawn Michaels figure. So there's a lot I need to, to stop slacking on those and catch up. Also on the catch-up front, I'm way behind on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. The new episode is recording. I guess it just finished recording, so I'm, I'm going to be four in the hole. And I'm still back five episodes on Gotham. With this Christmas break, I'm hoping to knock out a few of those. So if you see a slew of those coming up, on the if you're a subscriber to the site, don't be alarmed. I'm just trying to catch up. Um, not a really lot coming up in terms of next week with new reviews. I'm just going to try to knock out a few more like stragglers. So be on the lookout for a few of those Oscar contenders that are sure to pop up and creep up from everywhere. Uh, and that's about it. I hope you enjoy the show. Chief, Jason, Gunner, we're really excited to talk about Last Jedi. And I guess because they were so excited, I didn't talk too much about it. Of course, you can read my uh, thoughts on the on the film on LousMovieFiles.com. I had a giveaway uh 
which was really cool. It had a poster, had a t-shirt, and two free Fandango passes. As always, be on the lookout on the site because I'm always I'm always finding new new movies to give away, new DVDs, Blu-rays. So always check it out every day because you never know you may be the person to get selected for some free movies. Hopefully, I'll have a lot more of those in 2018. So check it out every day. Um, but but back to Last Jedi with my thoughts on the movie. I wrote a separate piece because I, I finished writing my review for Last Jedi and kind of thought I had all my feelings out about it. And then I kind of thought some more and it's like, no, I want to say something else about it. I think uh, in the separate post that I wrote, I said that Force Awakens and Last Jedi work the best when you view these movies as another possible future of the events that followed after Return of the Jedi. Disney now has control of the Star Wars license and they're just doing what they want to do. I don't, you know, just because Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, and Harrison Ford signed off doesn't necessarily mean I count these as authentic, end all be all versions of Star Wars post Return of the Jedi, in large part because I really enjoyed so many of those books that came out in that time frame where where no one made movies on Star Wars after Return of the Jedi, you know, long in that long chasm of time, even before the prequels, it was just left up to different authors to come up with what the next chapter of the the saga was. And so a lot of cases, those stories I thought were better and they kept the heroes much more consistent to, to what we'd seen in the three original films. And, you know, this, this, these Disney films are just the Disney versions of them. George Lucas doesn't really have much say in it. And as a result, I'm kind of like, okay, this is somebody else's take on it. And I don't treat it as gospel. I think on, in their, in their own bubble, they're really well done movies and so I don't really have a lot of of questions and criticism on that and I do have some issues with some decisions that have been made largely in terms of the original trilogy characters and then because of that it's kind of affected how the sequel trilogy characters have been treated as well because so much of the film has to be spent catching us up to date on what's transpired with Luke, Han, and Leia. And I think that's kind of a disservice to the adventures of Rey, Poe, and Finn. As far as the movie itself goes, I thought it was another really well done movie. Uh, I thought this one did a really cool job of shaking up the formula and kind of subverting our expectations. We thought it was going to go left. It went right up, down, left, diagonally. It was crazy. All the different twists and turns it took uh and i just i thought it was really well done in terms of surprises my biggest problem of course and i'm sure a lot of people including mark hamill was just the way that luke skywalker was was treated and i guess how the director ryan johnson felt about the character and which way he wanted to see him go as luke skywalker is my favorite movie character i didn't necessarily like that direction but, you know, in the interest of that movie and this particular take on the post-Return of the Jedi Star Wars saga, it was interesting. And I guess the end result left Luke as the ultimate hero, which is so weird because the sequel trilogy has, has in, in a lot of ways, spent so much time focusing on the old or the original trilogy characters that there's still so much unknown about these new characters like Finn and 
Ray in particular. Poe, I think we have a pretty decent idea of who he is and what he's all about, but I think there's so much more ground to cover with these other characters. And I really like Rose. I hope we see more of her going forward. So that's about it. That's my take on it. Uh, Good movie. It's going to be on my top 15 list where I'm really honestly still trying to figure that out myself. Um, But I know it's on the list. Is it on the top four? Is it top three? We'll find out. Maybe you'll see next week when I actually post this thing. But thank you so much for listening. This podcast has been quite the... I don't know the the challenge the the new ordeal to try to master and figure out so i thank you so much for listening as i try to figure out how to put this thing together and make it sound awesome like other podcasts that i listen to uh for now i hope you listen i hope you enjoy hearing us ramble on about stuff that we find cool and interesting if you have any thoughts about the podcast, drop me a line on Twitter at Lyle's Movie Files or just leave a comment on the podcast post that I put up on the site whenever I put up a new podcast. So hope you enjoy. And again, I hope you have a great holidays and Merry Christmas. Happy New Year and see you in 2018. All right, guys. Big show. Big news. Biggest movie of the year. Now it's time to break down Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. When last we saw Rey, Finn in the game, they had just defeated the Darth Death Star. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, Star Killer Base. And Kylo Ren was about to complete his journey into being a emo Sith Lord. The Last Jedi is directed by Ryan Johnson, and he's decided there are a couple of things with this. The Force Awakens, he wasn't really all that interested in. So he takes the film into a totally different direction, which I think works. I know we got a little bit of difference of opinion on this one. Jace, what did you think? Okay, uh, well, I thought, like, after the, I thought, I'm one of those people who thought the Force Awakens was way too safe, quote unquote. Um, I thought it was just a re. Remake of Star Wars, which I really wasn't a big fan of. And I said that right after we left the movie. I'm like, everybody was talking about, oh, this is the greatest Star Wars ever. I'm like, yeah, it's Star Wars. Yeah, sure you do love it because it's exactly what you remember your childhood. But this one was not a rehash of Empire Strikes Back. It was totally, I mean, you thought you were in some familiar territory, but then basically like halfway through, you're like, wait a minute, this isn't playing out like Empire Strikes Back. And... I'm, and, 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 and as, as much as we always go, with, we've given the fair warning that the spoilers will happen during this conversation, but there are some cool scenes like uh, Tyler and kind of like, hey, I'm not just going to be, you know, Emperor Darth Vader. I'm like, no, I'm going to actually take the whole throne, and no, I'm a man now, uh, which I thought was really cool. And he's actually truly trying to, hey, lay um, kind of like the video game where he's uh, – one of the video game characters and like, Hey, uh, I've now become the new Sith Lord, quote unquote. And, uh, I need to use my apprentice. You, you down? So I, 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 I actually liked him a lot more in this movie than, uh, last when he was crying every five seconds. And I actually kind of like, uh, like how, you know, they, they played out Luke's, uh, story in this one. But now the old guard is 100% out of the movies now. And now they have a fresh, place to go in the third one but I have no idea what the heck they do because it almost seems like the next film should be like 20 years after this instead of keeping these same characters so I, I, I liked it I thought it was 
I, I'm not one of the people who had a negative reaction of the fans, but I, I'm intrigued to see what they can go, where they're going to go after this. Let's go to Gunner, because I know you have some different thoughts on this movie. Uh, I've been discussing this all day. Oh, my gosh. One person that you could always be like, yo, that was a hero of all heroes. You know, cool. You know, within this series, within this whole thing. Luke Skywalker, cool. This man was gone, and now I'm left with this Kylo, baby, millennial, wannabe, whiny punk. Now he's like, oh, I'm taking over. So now he's power tripping the millennials. So, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. And then you got um, you got Ray, who's not the Ray in canon, so I'm already a little annoyed. And then <laughs> you got Finn, who's already not the Finn in canon. Well, at least he kind of was badass this time instead of getting his ass whooped all over the place. And, I, 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 I mean, there were some really – this was like the most awesome, okay movie I've ever seen. I'm still kind of like – it left me off with like a – Worse than Empire Strikes Back. Yes, we were kids. But worse than Empire Strikes Back left me off. I'm like, yo, this is depressing as heck. Now you got, you know, you're telling me Luke Skywalker's done? After that whole, like, build-up in the last movie, he's done. Am I, like, one of these cats out here, like, saying, oh, this should be a script from canon, whatever? No. I'm curious to see where they're going to go in the next movie. But did I enjoy this? Yes. Did I enjoy the ending? Am I left off with the same kind of feeling that I normally would feel after a Star Wars movie, even <laughs> most of them, uh, even the prequels, I was still left off with like, okay, this is a classic Star Wars movie. Good, cool. Let's figure it out. <laughs> this one? Oh, gosh. Nah. Nah. Okay. It's okay. a good movie, I... but I just, the ending just threw me. The plan was to see it at least once, and then, you know, I, I didn't expect to actually have to see this movie a second time really like there's some stuff because I went in with a preconceived notion I know I missed some stuff so I definitely want to go back and see it again with the just okay you know what you're in for now start looking at stuff just for it being cool unlike Justice League I'm like I saw Justice League because I didn't see half the movie because of the action this one I'm like oh okay there were some <laughs> plots and stuff that I'm sure I was like oh okay I see what y'all did here that I'm sure I missed on this first viewing Chief what do you think about it man it was alright, I guess. Uh, it was a decent movie. I, I, the last five minutes was garbage. Um, the whole, you know, uh, Luke projecting himself. I mean, where did these towels come from? They, they made up, at the end they were just like, you know what? We're just gonna make it up as we go along. Superman throwing a cellophane thing, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I, 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 I didn't get that. So the last five minutes of the movie, like you watch the whole movie, um, I could have done without the uh, the horse scene, mm-hmm. the space horse, whatever they were. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, as you guys were talking about the the, the, the killing of Kyle Ren, a friend of mine that we were having a conversation earlier. And we were talking about that exact part where he goes to kill Kylo Ren. And he put up some valid points. He was like, Luke is the dude who changed Anakin Skywalker, or Darth Vader back to Anakin Skywalker. The the most sinister Sith 
defective from the force, the life out of the force, ever to live. Ever to live. And he gave himself up to, because he was so sure that he could change his father back, gave himself up, went, you know, let them capture him just so he could get to his father to talk his father out of being Darth Vader, right? Now he has a student of his who is just also is also his, his nephew, and you talk the most sinister Sith Lord in, in eons and brought him back to the light side, and you were going to kill your nephew? You weren't going to have a conversation with him? There was there was nothing. There was there was so you, you know what I mean. There was there was nothing first. You you talk Darth Vader back to the light, and then you go and and when he was talking, I was like, yo, this dude's making plenty of sense. I was like, that is true. I said, why the hell would you go in there to kill him, your student, when you have talked that? I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, well, okay. In theory, he said he felt conflict. Invader when he fought him the first time. In other words, he might not have felt that conflict with Kylo Ren. Now, would you? You still listen? That's your nephew. So immediately, you talking about? Immediately, that's that's your first thing. Your student. I mean, he's your student. So the, the the logical thing would be to, hey, I'm sensing this in you. What's going on? You know, this the dark side uh, seduces you by doing this. You know what I mean? You don't just wake, wake up in the middle of the night like, you know what? I think he's going to be bad. Uh, I'm going to slice his head off. You know, while he sleeps. While he sleeps, like a coward. Yeah. Like, like a coward move. Because it's like, where is Snook? It's like they were saying, like, in the first one, it's like, oh, Snook could corrupt him. I'm like, was Snook in the school with him? Was Snook, uh, where the heck is Snook? I mean, and now since, now the movie's over, we don't know anything about Snook. He was just. That's the thing. And that's the Snook. Snook was in Chillers. So yeah, there was no character Snook. development. You got Snook. Yeah. Like, you did this thing with Snook. And he was just, he was no different than a Stormtrooper, really, that had been in two, two of the movies. Like, you did this whole big buildup. I remember on the internet, who could Snook be? Who blah blah blah, blah 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 hours and hours of people talking about who's it didn't matter. Snook was nobody. It was it was it was it was it was, it was garbage time. It was it was just a character that they built to fool you, to think was great, to concentrate on and while they did the annexation of Puerto Rico. They you know what I mean? They just picked you. Like he he had no no it, it was worthless. Just kill Whatever. So the space horses, what my man was talking about with Luke, the thing with Snook, uh, and then, you know, then uh, if you watch Luke, he reminds you of Yoda when, when Luke first went to Yoda, like a crazy old dude. He was, he was, he was kind of out of his mind. And then, uh, like I said, the last year he projected himself. Then, when he projected himself, he projected himself like a young Luke. Like, like he got himself a shape up, 
and the projection, his <laughs> being was right. Matrix. You know what I mean? That's the Matrix right there. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, okay. All right. So, whatever, Star Wars. I mean, you got me here. I'm sitting here for two hours. What am I going to do? You 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 build all these holes. You build all this thing. Uh, you know what? It is what it is. The last five minutes was garbage, though. You know, and you could tell that what's her name had died. Leia had died. Of all the praise they reaped on Leia at the end, and I was like, okay, you know, we get it. It, it was just I don't know. Like I said, the last five minutes was. It was just horrible, dude. It was just horrible. I mean, and then you didn't, like, kind of, you didn't, usually when, when two masters meet or near each other, they sense each other. Are you actually going to tell me that you, you sensed the hologram? You didn't sense him. He's not a master. He's just kind of a, you know. Well, what I'm saying is he noticed, he noticed his mother was in a starship that he didn't fire on, right? Yeah. Now, you bring a dude who is 30, 40 times more powerful than his mother, you figure he would sense him. Well, I mean, yeah, going, going back to the last He was busy focusing on Ray then. Yeah, he, was too, he just saw Luke and wasn't paying attention. He was just like, all right, I got to kill this guy. I'm, he was blinded by anger. I guess. You know what? If you guys want to make excuses for him, I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm sorry, little Timmy didn't pass his test. We had him up late last night. I, I guess that's 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 where y'all are in your lives with it. Like there was stuff that you we would have like, hey, uh, can we get this explained? I mean, because as much as everybody complains about the prequels, the prequels explain everything in Star Wars. These new movies are full of holes, and yet they're being, I mean, like, critics just heap tons of praises. The audience, is, like, this is the first one where the audience is, like, kind of, hey, uh, Luke was, like, the awesome hero, good guy, like you were saying, and now he's just kind of, he's as shaky, he's as flawed as everybody else. It's like, wait a minute, that's not what I'm known for. Like, it's like Han's already dead, Luke, Leia's dead, but we just, you know, off-camera dead. Yeah. So we're kind of like, oh, wow, we got no heroes. Ray, we haven't developed enough love for Ray to be our shining knight hero. And Finn is kind of like, I'm kind of a man all the time, no no matter what, versus actually doing something. I mean, like, at the end, he finally did something. Like, oh, I fought the like, Phasma. But My boss. Then, yeah. then, you, then you're also <laughs> thinking, like, Phasma was built up as this big character, and she couldn't do anything. Phasma was there for like two seconds in the whole movie. Phasma was, she was a whack Boba Fett. She was there for five minutes and did nothing in both movies. The only thing she did was tell Finn, I didn't tell you to take off your helmet to miss your blaster. The rest of the time, she was getting punked out by Chewbacca. And then this movie, she got punked out by Finn. And she fell down the pit, which may as well have been the Rancor, because she just went away. And they didn't do anything with somebody who looked cool, seemed like they were a cool character, and had more potential. But I think this movie was all about misdirection. So we had um, Snook, who would seem like he was going to be this big, 
evil emperor kind of guy. He didn't do anything. He sat on the throne. He bounced Ray around for a second, and then he gets sliced. And the the weird thing about his whole scene was how he felt Ray reaching for a lightsaber, but couldn't tell that Kylo had a lightsaber. And considering this guy who, you know, from whatever backstory we didn't get, knew about the Force, he would think that if he's trying to get Ray on his side, that he would remember, hey, there's only two Sith, one master, one apprentice. Right. If Kylo is trying to get her to be his apprentice, where does that leave me? Oh, maybe I should check this lightsaber who's right next to me. So I thought that was oh. weird, but the whole film was about misdirection. So oh. that scene with Luke at the end was the entire movie. I mean, it was just like, here's one big misdirection after another. The whole scene, subplot with Poe, the subplot with Finn and Rose with DJ, how he's like, oh, yeah, I got you, I'll help you, and then, ha, everybody's bad, too. So a lot of misdirections, a lot of of making you think one thing's going to happen, but it's not at all what's going down. I thought it worked for the most part, but, uh, yeah, there were some holes, and it's funny listening to Chief break down all those flaws and issues with it. Now, Jace mentioned that this is the lowest, lower than the prequels. So this one is lower than Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. So what do you think that means for Ooh. Star Wars Episode Nine? If we I go think that's by our, criticism. If that's we go criticism. by, wow. Yeah, what happened with the DC Universe films? Man of Steel was a different direction than fans wanted to see out of Superman. Batman versus Superman was a different direction than fans wanted to see out of Superman or Batman. And then the result was Justice League made $220 million, which Last Jedi already made in its first weekend. So do you think that's going to have an impact on uh, Episode Nine, whatever that's titled? No. You no. know what? They're going to do what they want to do. They really don't care. And they've done that. They've killed off two of canon characters, use canon in this weird way. Like, the way that we complain about X-Men, they're literally using canon characters, like, from the books and just kind of doing whatever they wanted to do. They don't care. I think episode nine is going to be whatever they want it to be, and I have no clue what to expect, which may be the way. And I think what's going to happen is people, because I feel like a lot of people, a lot of fans were like, okay, Harrison Ford was, maybe he didn't want to be down for three films. So killing him, even though he had one of the worst deaths in the entire saga, it was like, okay, he just didn't want to be a part of it long term. So that's a quick and dirty way to kill him off. But with Mark Hamill, who's, who's proudly worn the fact that he was Luke Skywalker, he didn't shy away from it. And he happily acknowledges it and has a real deep love for Star Wars. When they kill him off, it's kind of like, well, wait a second now. You killed Luke, but you made us wait for Luke for all of Force Awakens. Now we don't get to see him, but for like 20 minutes in Last Jedi, and then you kill him? I know he's going to come back as a, as a Force ghost, you know, like Obi-Wan did. But I think... There's going to be a lot of blowback with this one because nobody wanted to see Luke die. I mean, no Star Wars fan who was like, Luke's there. He's on the mountain. What's he going to say? And then he doesn't say anything. We got to wait for him to show up. 
nobody wanted nobody went into that theater thinking they're probably going to kill Luke, and I can't wait to see them kill Luke. Like, I just don't see that happening, and I think this may be a case where two movies in, two main heroes are dead, and we know Leia is not going to be in the next one. So everybody from the first trilogy is gone, and I question if they've done enough to build up these this new generation, mm-hmm. Ray, Poe, and Finn, to make people really care about their plight in the same way that we cared about Luke, Han, and Leia. I felt like these first two films have been kind of divided in terms of how they address the old characters. Mm-hmm. Where like half the film is kind of like, here's what happened. Because in, in neither film did they really break down hey, this is why Luke and Han and Leia stopped rolling together, and we're really left to fill in too many gaps. So the screenwriters have to go, okay, uh, here's the quickest way to explain what happened. But in doing so, they've, they've taken a lot of that valuable development for Ray and Poe and Finn that otherwise would just be devoted to their story. Like, we knew what was going on. We knew the end result with Obi-Wan, Padme, and Anakin. But the prequels took time to develop and and make you care about them. So, like, the first one, uh, Phantom Menace, we care about what's going on with Anakin as a little kid and how he he grows this quick attachment to Padme and how Obi-Wan feels this sense of obligation and duty to train him to become a Jedi. And then in those films play out, we see those relationships crumble by Revenge of the Sith, and it's like, man, this is really sad. We care about him. I don't know if we're going to have any kind of reaction seeing what happens with episode nine. Can I, I speak don't know to that? if we've had enough, enough at stake with these guys. Can I speak to that? Because that was a real gripe for me. I don't care about these characters like I cared about. Let's just take the three, you know, the three, the three, three movies. By Empire mm-hmm. Strikes Back, you care about Leia. You care about Han and Leia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. <laughs> I love you. I know. <laughs> come on. like, And that was improv. Like, real. But you cared about that. That was real star power. I mean, granted, mm-hmm. there's before, but think about it. You didn't know that, you know, back then. Yeah. So right, do right. I get any of that here? They tried with Finn and, and Rose, but that was what? <laughs> Let's please put the minority together so we can kiss them. Yeah, okay, cool. Thanks. But no, I'm yeah yeah. I had to think about that too. But Plus, if they if they fell off the next movie and you weren't you didn't hear about them, it would almost be in keeping with okay. Well, I guess we'll have to fill in the gaps with another movie or spinoff to figure out what happens with uh, Finn and Rose. How they you know did he decide to leave her for Ray who decides to start training Jedi who are also as strong as she is because she's a prodigy. Or... Yeah, I, but the development like going back yeah the development of these characters, I don't care about them as much as I did. And like you just said, I mean, Padme crying was like, yeah, that's real. Um, I cared about Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan was well developed <laughs> from, from Pat, from a pad one when, when, when Qui-Gon just died, like, you know what I mean? All the way up. You're like, yo, dude, just get in like a son. And this is what he's got to deal with. You know what I mean? He was, like, well de- he was well developed in Star Wars. Like his, if you never saw another movie with Obi Wan, he was well developed in that. Right. Like I don't know. Like how is 
like, I'll, I'll, we'll go with one character. Like, all right, but that's what I'm saying. How- in the prequels, you know what's going down. You, I mean, it's kind of like they, they're working. They're going uphill because we already know going in, this has to end with Obi-Wan being the last Jedi and Darth Vader killing and wiping out all the Jedi. So, I mean, you've got the spoiler sheet in your hand going into these prequels. And the fact that they still get you invested in caring about these characters is what's so incredible to me about the prequels. I don't care what anybody says. The prequels are, st- are good. And they tell a really good story, this this character's fall and the Jedi's fall. And that's kind of the thing that's missing. Like, I still cannot tell you what the First Order and the Resistance are fighting over. Y'all know? Yeah, I don't get it. Like, Dooku was better, a better developed character than some of these people we saw in this recent movie. You know what I mean? Like, okay... Where were where was Rose and her sister born? Like, I would like to know what happened. I, I still don't know. I, we still don't know if there's going to be a real plot twist. Like, we just don't care about Ray's parents. Like, okay, they were just random farmers or whatever that just sold her off. Okay, that, is that the truth? We don't know. Okay, was that supposed to be the replacement of I am your father? Like, I kept doing that with 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 because it felt like they were really trying really hard to make a, a Empire Strikes Back but then not, and then trying to be, like, totally anti at the same time within the same movie. And I don't think it worked that well. Again, well shot, well done, love the regular Star Wars action, because those are the form- that's the formula for Star Wars. But when we talk about character development, gone. Talk about canon, huh, you know how I feel about that. Well, and then, again, okay. As much as everyone hates on the prequels, they say, oh, you didn't need all that government stuff. You actually knew going in that this government was going to fall. But how does it fall? Oh, wow, that really worked out well. We don't know how whatever happened to the resistance, I mean, the Republic, how did the Republic fall? Like, that would have been needed to, like, you can't just say, oh, here's a new bad guy, they're bad. It's like, oh, what happened, like, what happens to, is Leia not the Mon Moth? Like, you know, did she replace Mon Moth now? the Republic, why is she a general? Like, what happened to Lando Calrissian? It's like, there's right. too many gaps in trying to, like, oh, we can make some more movie spinoffs. It's like, nah, you need to fill in those gaps now before we have to wait 10 years to figure out what's going on. They need a show desperately, like Rebels, to fill in mm-hmm. that 30-year time frame from when Luke watched the Death Star ashes and most of Obi-Wan, Yoda, and Anakin to explain what happened. And they can take their time, but they need to fill in that gap because, you know, based off of everything we've learned so far with the sequel trilogy, I still feel like the better trilogy is what happened after Return of the Jedi because there seems like a lot happened. And mm-hmm. we're, we're just kind of coming in on that last chapter of that stuff. Oh, Luke was trying to change, was trying to train Ben. And we got to assume that Ben was maybe 10 years old. He looked like he was 16 when Luke had his fateful decision. So what happened in that 16 years where Luke, Han, and Leia watched the Republic, the Rebellion, come to an end, 
And the First Order didn't just magically find every Star Destroyer and then started finding planets. I mean, this started. And I feel like these films have kind of just relied on the goodwill of the earlier films to just have us go along with it. And it's really well done. So it's like, okay. But when you kind of step back away from it, it's like, well, well, what's so what's so bad about the First Order? I mean, they're blowing up planets, and that's a bad thing. But what did the Resistance do that made them decide, we need to come after you guys? Like, there has to be some, some explanation. And I think going into the third film is a little late for us to still not know what the conflict is. Right. We just listening, you know. I'm, 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 you know, I'm giving my thoughts. I, who knows what the, who knows what it is, it's all about now? I mean, to me, they're just flying around space. To be honest with you, um, there's like eight of them, right? There's like eight left. <laughs> they all fit on the Millennium Falcon, so there's like eight. Left, uh, well, right? well, not not just. I'm talking about the the, uh, the Empire too, or the, oh, the, yeah. the First Order. I mean, they got their ships. They fly around. I mean, what? What do they really do? So I, I agree with that. I mean, you don't. Are they space pirates now? Are they, uh, you know? Uh, the thing about it is, you know, as, as, as a Sith, generally, Palpatine or, or Darth Sidious, however, he, in essence, he did want peace brought to the galaxy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just under his rule. Yeah. Right. But so I mean, is that the same? Is that the same mission now? People just don't want to live under the the new order, the first order. Is that that what? No one knows. Um, what do they do? Uh, you know, I mean, every once in a while you got to blow up a planet. You know what I mean? That's just <laughs> what it is. You know. Just remind everybody. Yeah, you sometimes you gotta go through and do what you need to do. But those, I mean, for the most part, I mean, they, they've got plans, they've got plans where people are doing their thing. As long as you don't rise up against them, they leave you alone. Who knows, man? And, you know, like I said, this is another, like I said, the five, last five minutes was certainly whacked at. And that's, that's where I'm at with it. Um, we can argue whatever, but, yeah, and the first, the last five minutes was definitely, uh, you know. All right. Uh, so, okay, and like I said, that's a two-hour movie. All right, the last five minutes ruined it. I don't know. Where does Last Jedi rank for you in the Star Wars saga? Uh, where are we at? We're eight movies in. Yeah. I mean, I would count Rogue One. All right. Uh, I got Empire. Nah, I'm sorry. All right, so I got I got Sith. I, I'm I'll say it. I'm the one person. I got Sith, Empire, uh, Attack of the Clones, Star Wars. I guess five. Okay. Yeah. Gunner, how about Didn't you? Just you? named your favorite. He, he was reading. We're ranking. We're ranking what? Top five Star Wars or? I mean, that's not top five. Last for you in the Star Wars saga. Where does this one lie? Oh God. This one lies after Rogue One. Oh, way after Rogue One. I thought Rogue One was well done, considering. Uh, Rogue, yeah, so I guess it's six. Yeah, I'm sorry. Rogue One's got to be three. <laughs> Where does this one lie? That's hard. Come back to me. Hold on. Come back to me. 
All right, Chief, how about you, man? Uh, where would I rank this? Uh, you know, from Empire, well, Empire Strikes Back was, uh, I enjoyed Empire Strikes Back. Uh, it's hard, it's hard to say. It's, it's, it's near the, it's near the bottom half. I mean, it's, you can put it in that bottom half for me. Um, All right. it wasn't, like I said, it, it, it they just, turn everything that you knew it's it's just this film could have been so much more it could have been so much more and 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 i think for you to walk into a movie theater of you let's be honest everybody wanted to see luke skywalker back in action Mm -hmm. i mean you read the books about luke and he's supposed to be so powerful and um you know, you, you in, in, a, in a way, you were kind of hoping like maybe him and Snoop, Snoop had a had a, uh, a standoff where they were going at each other, mm-hmm. and and then it just they were like, nah, we're not gonna do that. You know, uh, it, it, it just you know you saying that you knew eventually Obi Wan and and Anakin were, have to, were gonna have to go at it. Mm-hmm. That fight. You enjoyed that fight. That's what you were waiting. You were like, uh oh, it's here. Hell, that you know that you know the, the Mace Windu versus uh, team fight was, you know, the like everything that you thought was going to be awesome about this movie turned out to not even like count, not even matter to the movie. I'm not saying yeah. that there weren't good parts in the movie. But what I'm saying is every day that you 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 say, oh man, I can't wait, uh, you know, because like Justice League, they had hit Superman during the commercials of it. So whenever you saw a trailer for Justice League, they hit Superman. So in your mind, you're like, oh man, I can't wait to see what they do with Superman. Now imagine Justice League, because we I think we all like Justice League here. Imagine yeah. Justice League and Superman had like a three minute part in it. After all that waiting, you'd be like, oh, what's, what's, what's the hell's this? <laughs> and, and that's how, that's how Star killed. Wars left me with, with, with the loop. And he got killed again or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just, it's, you waited all that time. You waited a year or a year and a half or whatever time the movies get popped out now. You you have this big buildup of, of anticipation. You can't wait. Sometimes you got to give the people what they need. And then... You're like, mm, nah, you know, we know you were waiting for it, but ah, <laughs> look what we did instead. We we the the uh, the Luke fight turned out to be a, a projection. Ha <laughs> ha! Come on, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, ah, ah, man, it just it just it just ruined it, man. It's it's like Eddie Murphy and Boomerang when you pull up the sheets and you got corns on her feet. It just ruined it. That's, it's, it's, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you expected so much. You wanted it to be great everywhere. And you just, ah, oh, oh, hammer time. And that's what it was. It was just corns on feet, man. And it it could have been better, man. It just could have been, you could have just gave us Luke, gave us the snow, uh, the, the fight, you know. <sighs> All right. Uh, yeah, near the bottom, the bottom half of me, man. It's the bottom half. It makes me sad. All right. Okay. Well, Gunners, 
I don't one, think. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, I, uh, you know, uh, episode one was the worst one. Period. In the discussion, we already know that. Jar 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 jar. No. Then you go. All right. What was the next really bad one? And you're like, Attack oh, of the Clones wasn't terrible. But if I got to rank them all, that should be like, okay, there's the bottom was, you know, the first one. Attack of the Clones, all right, fine. You know what? I'm going to put this right there. Ooh. Third from the bottom. Revenge of the Sith was really that good. Sorry. Um, the, the, the original trilogy, I... Listen, I came in, I was, I came in at Return of the Jedi and worked backwards, cause, you know, I was three, hello. So, <laughs> I'm like, you know, those are always gonna be mine, so I, I, I ain't gonna go that far that. Rogue One goes right after those three. It was that good to me. Well, so yeah. You guys have some, have some serious opinions about this one. Alright, so, moving on. And I just saw today that Ben Affleck may actually still be interested in sticking around as Batman. I know there are a lot of rumors. He may be stepping away, easing out of the role. But now there's a report that he's thinking about coming back and not just coming back, but also possibly directing a Batman movie. This conflicts with the earlier news that Matt Reeves who Warner Brothers has already set up to direct his own Batman movie. I don't know where this is going to come in play here, but if Affleck wants to do a Batman movie, does that mean Reeves is going to have a standalone universe movie? Or in Ben Affleck's version, is going to be a in continuity with Justice League and Man of Steel, etc.? So I'm curious to see how this plays out. What do you think about Affleck possibly coming back? To me? I'm I'm fine with after coming back as Batman. I, I don't know about him directing one, but I, I would like the characters on these Marvel movies for right now to just just stay the same for a little while. Just stay the same. So I'm fine with him coming back as Batman because if you got all the rest of the characters the same, and then you switch out Batman. Eh, it's it just, I don't know. It just does something to throw it off. I just, it, you know, um, I, I, you know, I'd rather see him as Batman for the next few movies, however, before they do the, the remake of the remake. You know how they do. So when they bring all different characters to everybody, then you can switch everybody out. But, you know, uh, let me ask you this. Next week, if someone else shows up to the podcast pretending to be me, we're going to notice. Well, at least I hope you guys will notice. Like, oh, that's not him. <laughs> it takes away something from the podcast, you know? Like, okay, well, this, this, maybe the new guy is, you know, maybe he's got a high-pitched voice. It squeaks. Who knows? But you got to have some type of – people expect that, 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 that guy, that person to come through. That's what they look for. You know what I mean? And that's bring, that. You bring, so, you bring I, you the audience, know. man. Right. They, they, they probably need to just keep him his flat, I mean, uh, his Batman until you decide, hey, we're going to make a Flash movie. Flash basically just needs to be Crisis. And just say, all right, if we're going to switch out anybody in here, this is the movie we do it. Like, if, uh, I know Lois Lane, I don't know if she's going to stick around 
for that long. Uh, she's, you know, an in-demand actress, so she might say, you know, I'm, I, I don't need this. Uh, if you, but if you want to have an older Batman, you could switch him to a younger Batman based on Crisis, and basically do it like how they did. Uh, was that 52 when they switched that up? How they switched right. up the continuity? Just do it like that. Like, I mean, an athlete starts off as Bruce Wayne, but you know, by the end of the movie, some new guy is Bruce Wayne, and that's just you just say, hey, this is this is the new world. Live with it. Hey, ben, I don't mind Ben. As long as we're doing the old Grizzly Batman, cool. You're talking about him directing, though? There's only certain Batman stories he could probably do right, given his directing. I don't want to say prowess, because that's giving him too much credit. But he's not terrible, but he's not, like, the greatest director in the world. So I'm like... That was good. The what? Town was good. Town was good. Didn't he direct, uh... Didn't he direct that thing I couldn't stand? Jeff, please remind me. What was that movie I couldn't stand? Argo? No. No, the most recent one, that gangster crap. Didn't he direct that one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I know, that's fine. That wasn't bad. What was it called? I'm sorry. What was it called? In the Night? Oh, Run by, Live by Night or something like that? Yeah. He needs to stick with, like, Red Hood. Can't really mess up the Red Hood storyline. Right? So, stick with Red Hood. I mean, Batman has a lot of stories you could do in one-shot movies. So, I mean, just basically go with a graphic novel. Like, I think Hush could be one. Uh, Red Hood. Oh, he could so do Hush. He could do Quarter Owls. Oh, yeah. 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 He, he's a no, that, Ben Affleck might screw that one up. Somebody else no. needs to do Quarter Owls. Martin Scorsese needs to do Quarter Owls. Something like that. No, he he just make it a gangster movie. Hopefully better than the movie. So, all right, so we got that all squared away. So now, I, I gave you guys a, a hard assignment. I asked you to come up with your top five movies of 2017. And I asked you that because I'm hard at work narrowing and finishing up my top 15. So I wanted to get your thoughts on what your favorite five movies were of 2017. Who wants to go first? I, I put Wonder Woman in there. Okay, okay well... Like, all right, so I got mine's probably Justice League, uh, Wonder Woman, Baby Driver. Who? Oh, Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was a like a um, like now that nobody would probably ever see that on TV because Kevin Spacey's in it. But yeah, that was okay. a good movie. Um, okay. Well, oh, the Get Out since that came out technically this year. And it's like, I, I think, hold on, I, I, think I, I think I put uh, Thor Ragnarok in there. I know there's going to be one that kind of, you guys are going to pull out one, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I probably would put it down a little higher than my side. But those are the ones I have in my collection, like, as soon as they're available, if I don't already have, of course. I got I got two tied for five, but I can't, I can't, I keep switching them out. Uh, Tell you what, I'll, I'll go big. You guys can go with six. Don't, don't, don't Thank you. Okay, that helps. Uh, all right. So I got I rank mine a little bit. Here we go. Get out number one, hands down. The end. Wonder Woman. Awesome number two. Girls Trip. Holy crap! Talk about finally getting the Hangover formula that everybody's trying to recreate, right? Including the Hangover trilogy or whatever you want to call that crap. Girls Trip got it right. Yeah, I knew you were going to say so. I knew you were going to pull one. I was like, yep. Yeah. 
Exactly. John Wick 2 was this year, mm-hmm. yes? <laughs> that was a cool. Spidey, Justice League. I can't figure out which goes first. They're kind of equal to me because I'm like, they're both getting bad raps or in some ways in some, in some, in some, uh, circles. But, I don't know. I like both of them for so many different reasons. But the same reason I like both of them is because they said, hey, we know we've done this already. Everybody's done this before. We're doing it this way, and you're going to have to like it, and you will like it, and this is how it is. And I liked it. (laughs) I like both of them. So I got sick. I'm I'm sorry. Get out, Wonder Woman, Girls Trip, John Wick, Spidey, Justice League. Last two in any order. <laughs> Chief, how about you? Uh, I do like your selection of girls' trip there, uh, my friend, and I do like your selection of uh, the Thor Ragnarok there too. That was good for you, Jay. Didn't you pick Thor? Yeah, I picked Thor. Yeah, I yeah. picked Thor. Yeah, that was really. Those two were very good honorable mentions, to be honest with you. I forgot Guardians of the Galaxy. I just that's a good honorable mention for me. I thought about it. I yeah, was like, that's, that's a good. I was okay. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna also I'm gonna also pick Justice League. Um, I like the Justice League. I enjoyed Wonder Woman tremendously. I I enjoyed the heck out of it. I thought. The remake was pretty good, man. Um, so I did enjoy that. Um, I enjoyed also Spider-Man. And I think this is the, 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 <laughs> the different one for me. I enjoyed Happy Death Day. Oh. <laughs> um, Listen, I, I I get it, but it was one of those fun movies. Hey, um, it's your birthday. I was only laughing because that's on my list. Jeez. Oh, okay. So, um, I'm a big fan of of, of Bill Murray's Groundhog Day. That's that's like my one of my top ten all time movies. This movie reminded me of it, but it was still good. And I, I so that's there too. So those are those are my five. All right. So okay. it's Hope funny be because you guys you guys have a very good list, and other lists there's only one film that I don't have on mine, and it's definitely one of my honorable mentions. So I, I like where we're all heading at, and have have the right mindset for these movies. So we are now at just about the end of the year here. So. I guess next time we'll chat, we'll, we'll uh, break down the movies we're looking forward to in 2018, not named Black Panther and Avengers Infinity War. So start working on your list for that. All right. Well, fellas, this has been a very educational and very entertaining show for me. I hope you all, wherever you're listening to this, enjoyed it as well. Fellas, I'll talk to you all next week. This episode of Loud Movie Files has been filed. <laughs>